Welcome to the Bitter Grace Podcast. This is the path to conscious living. This is your host, Anne-Marie Johnson. And in this solo episode, I wanted to talk about the path to self-congruency. By definition, self-congruency means in harmony of one's essential being. It's about having congruency and alignment internally and externally. And so far this year, I've been on this quest to understand what authenticity means. What does authenticity actually look like? What does it feel like to be authentic, to be who we are authentically, to live our life authentically? And I've come to realize that this journey to authenticity is certainly not one that's finite. There is no end, but there is a beginning. And it's a journey that begins with self-awareness, letting go of the shame and resentment through our healing work and reclaiming our personal power that comes when we finally decide to live our truth and acknowledge who we truly are and that we are not our past, we are not our failures, and we are not our mistakes, and that our past, our failures, and our mistakes do not define who we are, nor our destiny. And as human beings, we have different parts of who we are. That's what makes us complex, but also so beautiful and so powerful, because we have the ability to be co-creators of our own lives. We have the power to shape our destiny, to change the course of our life. And through our own lived experiences that are unique to us, We've developed certain parts of who we are and that we've integrated along the way subconsciously in order to feel safe and to survive. And part of this journey to authenticity is all about welding and integrating all parts of us with love, with grace, and gratitude. And gratitude for helping us cope and survive through different chapters and seasons of our journey. And part of coping and surviving, because at a young age, We inherit a certain identity that we carry into adulthood, and we inherit certain adoptive behavioral patterns or coping strategies that we leverage unconsciously, especially during those formative parts of our lives, shapes our adulthood. And so some of the common adoptive behavioral patterns or coping strategies include people-pleasing, saying yes to everything, putting other people's needs above yours. There is a lack of boundaries. You get easily swayed or influenced by others. There's anxiousness around saying no or advocating for your needs and desires, either personally or professionally. Even as simple as raising your hand to ask a question can feel debilitating. Leveraging your voice, expressing your ideas and thoughts, and being an advocate for you and your life can be crippling. So our people-pleasing tendencies is actually a coping strategy that we inherit at a certain part of our life in order for us to feel safe, in order for us to survive. But through consciousness and through inner work and having self-awareness, we eventually learn that people-pleasing actually leads to more suffering. And this is really where unpacking that and doing the inner work and embarking on a healing journey is incredibly essential to this journey to authenticity. And another common coping strategy is perfectionism. And sometimes some of us feel 
that perfectionism is innately part of us, but really it's a behavioral pattern that you've adopted along the way through your own conditioning or the environment you grew up. But perfectionism is when you're hard on yourself. You're beating yourself up constantly. There's this inner critic that unfolds that's a constant influencer in your daily life. And the root of perfectionism is really feelings of inadequacy, not feeling good enough. And there's a sensitivity toward constructive criticism, personally and professionally. This deep fear of judgment. And I truly believe that's one of the main challenges in our journey to authenticity is the fear of judgment or being criticized. And this gets amplified depending on how we were raised. And it gets amplified when we were raised in environments that perhaps didn't allow freedom of self-expression or environments that did not foster a safe space for exploration, for discovery, for trying new things and failing along the way. It can also be through moments when we were invalidated or shamed for doing things a certain way. Whatever it was, it was the feeling of nothing I do is ever good enough. The danger of this is that when we're young, especially during those formative parts of our lives, we don't have the ability to reason that that is not who I am, that that is not true. And so we subconsciously develop this identity that eventually is what is our self-image. And the self-image concept is incredibly essential because it's really what shapes the person we become. It's what shapes our perception. It's what shapes our physical reality. And so when we have this disillusioned sense of self, because we have this self-image that is not supportive, that does not reflect who we truly are, or doesn't support our goals and our desires. Why is it that we want certain things in life, but we end up creating the opposite? This is where self-image comes to play. This is why it is incredibly important to have awareness around your limiting beliefs. And this is something, again, that is infinite work of unearthing and excavating these beliefs and bringing them to your conscious awareness. And when you have a poor self-image, you have very low confidence in your own abilities. You often feel invaluable or incapable at the root of this identity that you've developed of you. And self-image shapes your perception. It shapes the lens in which you see things, in which you see and view the world. It is what drives every choice you make, every action you take. It is what draws events and people to you that reflects your belief system that reflects what you have accepted to be true about you and what you've accepted to be true about your capabilities, what you believe you're deserving to have and deserving to be. And so when you have a poor self-image, your perception is always going to be reflecting that. You're going to be focusing on and putting a lot of energy on what went wrong versus seeing the blessing in disguise in an event or situation. You're going to have this inner dialogue or narrative that you often perhaps subconsciously too, tell yourself over and over again that you're never good enough. And it's through these events and experiences that you draw to you that validate this story, that validate this belief. And so you're recreating and repeating these patterns, recreating the life that you actually don't want, the experiences that you are trying to avoid, you're actually experiencing them. Because at the root of it all, the self-image that you have is that I am unworthy, I am not capable, I am not valuable, I am not worthy of love, I'm not worthy of abundance, I'm not worthy of good relationships, I'm not worthy of financial freedom. 
at the root, there's this feeling of inadequacy, unworthiness. And so this journey to authenticity is never ending. And it's one that you constantly have to be consistent in doing. And the more you know about yourself, the more you uncover limiting beliefs or your own limitations, you begin to expand your own awareness and you begin to see things differently and you begin to live things differently. You begin to experience new things differently. It is really this unfolding process, but it's also the becoming process of you. And I think that is the beauty that comes in this journey to authenticity. And while it can be difficult and challenging to face our fears, our pain, our shame, our resentment, our shadow, parts of us that we try to suppress or hide, there's something so beautiful on the other side of the storm, and that is freedom and serenity within. That is when we are feeling at ease, feeling inner peace. And all of those things comes when we fully embrace our flaws because no one else has our own lived experiences. Only we do. Only we have experienced them. So we have innate wisdom as well that's only unique to us. And this is what makes us valuable. So when we begin to shift our perception that our experiences and how we've been able to move through them and overcome them is actually what makes us remarkable unique, valuable, and capable people. And that is a beautiful thing. So embracing our flaws, embracing our experiences without judgment, and seeing them as they are, and as growth opportunities that connect us to our life's purpose, and that connects us to who we are meant to become in this world. That is what this game of life really is. This is what the journey to authenticity really is. It is infinite. It is never-ending. But it is one that enables us to live our lives authentically, to step into our authentic power. It is what feels liberating. And it's always going to be one that's going to be evolving as I evolve. I'm always going to be wanting to learn more about what does authenticity look like and what does it feel like as I continue to expand, as I continue to grow, and as I continue to heal. I hope this was helpful. Please share this episode if it resonated with you. Sending love, many blessings. Until next time, bye for now.